From Finance and Commerce, this is Beyond the Skyline, a podcast about economic development, commercial real estate, and construction in Minnesota. In each episode, you will meet business leaders, builders, entrepreneurs, and big thinkers. I'm David Bolander, editor of Finance and Commerce. Thanks so much for joining. Beyond the Skyline is sponsored by Ironmark Building Company. Whether it's a new luxury apartment building in the North Loop or expanding the community in the suburbs, Ironmark builds quality projects for discerning clients. Ironmark's foundation is built on a culture of collaboration with clients and projects that stand the test of time. Talk to Ironmark's award-winning team about your next construction project today. Go to ironmarkbuildingco.com. In this episode, Mike Salmon, the head of TransWestern's Midwest Capital Markets team, talks to FNC reporter Brian Johnson. Salmon talks about the challenges in the industrial and multifamily housing sectors and other topics. Okay, I'm glad to be joined by Mike Salmon, who was recently named leader of the Midwest Capital Markets team for uh, TransWestern Real Estate Services. Uh, Mike, how you doing? I'm doing great today. Thanks, Brian. Awesome. Well, thank you for for joining me today. Um, so, um, is for uh, I want to ask you about your new role with the company. Um, looks like you've been with TransWestern for a lot of years, but uh, you're transitioning into some new duties. Wonder if you could just talk a little bit about that and and um, kind of what you've done in the past and and sort of how you're. Uh, what what your new duties will entail? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I uh, started the uh, local office of TransWestern uh, in, in about 1996 uh, with some partners. Uh, we were not TransWestern at that time. We were a company called Equity Commercial Services. Uh, basically, merged our entity with TransWestern in 2007. So, been with TransWestern officially about 16 years now, and with the you know entity that uh, uh, now is TransWestern here and minneapolis for about the last uh uh, uh 27 years so uh, mm-hmm. it has been a while and i and i've been uh really doing a little bit of everything uh i was a player coach uh, basically running the office as well as uh, uh uh doing quite a bit of production uh for the first uh uh well through about 2018 uh and we were able to uh identify someone uh here locally that uh uh, is doing just an awesome job of uh, uh, running our operations, Greg Munson. Uh, so he came in about 2018, and I then was able to focus 100% of my time on on production, selling, and leasing office and industrial buildings primarily. Uh, and mm-hmm. so I have been doing uh, really a little bit of uh, 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 everything still since about 2018, and now I'm uh, going to focus my attention on uh, really the capital markets uh, uh, sector in our Midwest region, which includes uh, offices here in Minneapolis, Chicago, Detroit, uh, Milwaukee, and St. Louis. Uh, so we've got some great professionals there and, and uh, uh, as well as here in the Twin Cities. And really the goal is to kind of grow that uh, platform here for TransWestern in the, in the Midwest. Great. And so you are based here in Minneapolis, uh, correct? I am in Minneapolis, born, raised, and uh, always have been and always will be here in Minneapolis, yes. 
I saw from your resume you were uh, attended the University of St. Thomas, I believe, and then went on to Carlson School of Management at the U of M. So that that is correct. Always uh, kind of uh, East Side uh, uh, guy. Lived, uh, grew up in St. Paul, and now live out in Mendota Heights, and and went to school at at St. Thomas for my undergraduate degree, and and got a graduate degree in finance over at the University of Minnesota. So, uh, local boy. Gotta love those Tommies and the Golden Gophers here. Yeah, darn right. Uh, interesting to see St. <laughs> Thomas and their uh, their success so far and uh, moving up to the Division One level. And mm-hmm. before you know it, they 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 may overtake uh, our University of Minnesota folks in at least several of the sports. Yeah, well, uh, we should do a sports chat sometime. But yeah, uh, get, yeah. <laughs> getting back to uh, commercial real estate, one thing that. Um, sort of jumped out at me and just reading the, the press release about your promotion. Uh, you mentioned Greg, Greg Munson, manage, executive managing director. He talked about your uh, experience and relationships that you've garnered throughout your career and that you have the perspective required to navigate the challenges and opportunities facing owners and investors today. I was wondering if you could just expand on that a little bit and uh, talk a little bit more about some of the challenges and opportunities. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, you know, I've been doing this for 35 years now, uh, maybe even a little longer. I don't want to date myself, but uh, yeah, I've been doing this since 1987. And uh, again, I've seen a lot of cycles, uh, some some good, some not so good. And uh, uh, again, have, have uh, uh, really worked in a lot of different sectors, both here in the Twin Cities and, and again, done uh, quite a bit in uh, in terms of deals in, in other markets as well. Uh, I've also probably got uh, as much familiarity with Transwestern uh, and our uh, regional and, and national platform as anyone, uh, having been with that, that uh, uh, company since uh, 2007. I know a lot of the people, and, and uh, again, it's just an extremely talented group that I'm excited to, uh, uh, again, continue to, to work with and, and uh, uh, hopefully you know, uh, utilize all of their great talent and experiences to uh, uh, improve uh, our delivery to, to clients, again, not only here in the Twin Cities, but but uh, the Midwest. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so we, we, we are uh, facing a, a, a real estate market that is unique and one that, frankly, I'm, I'm not sure we've we've ever seen before. Uh, so even in the 35 years I've been doing this, uh, we we uh, are facing a, a unique uh, real estate market uh, again. Just coming out of the pandemic, uh, the office market is uh, really in shambles, and, and we're not really sure how uh, how that will uh, play out here as uh, we figure out if people will continue uh, with a remote work uh, solution or hybrid or or uh, full time back in the office or probably a combination thereof. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, the office market is, is really seeing a, a, uh, a transformation and, uh, you know, combine that with, you know, some of the issues that we've <clears throat> encountered uh, with uh, safety in downtown and really throughout, you know, uh, uh, our suburban markets as well. Uh, you know, it's, it's just uh, adding a real, uh, 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 question mark to, you know, how, how we will recover, 
uh, here in the office market. And so mm-hmm. I think that dynamic is playing out not only here in the Twin Cities, but in, in, in many urban areas around the country in the Midwest uh, specifically. And um, so, you know, we're we're navigating that in, in conjunction with, uh, you know, how how do rising interest rates and low unemployment rates uh, uh, impact uh, uh, our our recovery and and you know are we are we in a recession are we going into a recession or will 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 we be able to avoid it and and unfortunately avoidance uh, might might mean that we continue to see uh, interest rates increase and you know from the real estate perspective higher interest rates have a huge huge impact on on our market so not only the office market but you know uh, the the industrial markets the multifamily markets. Uh, you name it, every product type is, is hit when we see uh, interest rates go up, uh, mm-hmm. some more than, more than others. Uh, you know, the good news is we've, we've had a, a robust uh, industrial uh, market demand still seems to be very strong for uh, industrial tenants uh, and companies throughout the Midwest. Um, multifamily continues <clears throat> to uh, show strong uh, uh uh, demand and and signs are that that will continue for both uh, uh, industrial and and multifamily uh, uh, product types throughout the Midwest. I, I think we'll again continue to see office uh, uh, demand uh, uh, struggle. We'll see a lot of repurposing uh, uh, of those assets, uh, and and you know with that, uh, I, I think comes opportunity. So so yes, we've got some problems ahead, but. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see a lot of uh, owners really needing uh, some good uh, good advice, good uh, consultation. And, and, you know, our, our goal as a full service company is to provide the right solution to our clients and, and uh, solve their problems, you know, and, and some may need to be uh, recapitalized. Some assets may need to be recapitalized. Some may need to be repositioned and, and some may need to be sold. Um, and, you know, our goal is to try to help them, you know, navigate uh, the complexity of the current situation and the current market and provide them the right solution. Um, mm-hmm. Transwestern, again, is a full-service company. And, and so, you know, as a capital markets, as the capital markets lead, of course, you know, we want to provide uh, th- those capital solutions, be it equity or debt. But we also uh, know that that's not always the direction they'll go. And so if there's a repositioning, uh, or a uh, uh, remodeling or a redevelopment of a of a site. You know, we want to be the ones to, you know, help uh, help our clients through that. So, um, mm-hmm. our goal is to 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 uh, again solve problems for uh, some very unique issues that uh, our clients are going to face here in the next couple of years. And um, again, this capital markets uh, platform that we're hoping to kind of. Uh, uh, grow and, and uh, 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 continue to improve will we'll help our clients do that. Yeah, uh, with regard to the office market, uh, one thing I've been hearing a lot lately is uh, there's there's been a fight to quality. I was wondering if you uh, could maybe talk a little bit about that and how, uh, you know, property owners are, are being creative to um, uh, address the needs of uh, the yeah. users out there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, kind of to my earlier point, you know, people are um, uh, trying to figure out how to get uh, 
their employees back into the office. Owners of real estate are trying to figure out how to get companies to come to their building so that they can, you know, help uh, get people into the office. And and really, uh, flight to quality is uh, uh, happening, and and for good reason, right? Uh, we need to provide workspaces, workplaces for our employees that they're excited to come into, right? That it used to be where, you know, people had to come in at uh, eight o'clock on, on uh, eight to five, Monday through Friday, and they didn't have a choice. Well, uh, they have choices now and uh, their uh, employers understand that. Uh, so we, we need to provide a workplace that uh, uh, is enticing to employees to come to. And so uh, the, the nicer buildings with the uh, uh better amenities uh, in neighborhoods that are walkable, that have amenities nearby. Uh, those are the winners in, in today's marketplace for, you know, office space. And so uh, you're seeing newer buildings um, uh, doing very well. You're seeing uh, renovated, remodeled buildings with uh, a strong amenity package do well. Uh, the ones that aren't doing so well are the, are the class B and C buildings that uh, maybe are in uh, remote areas that don't have neighborhoods that people want to uh, be in uh, that are struggling. And um, uh, downtown, uh, again, uh, I, I don't have any doubt that we'll see a resurgence of our downtowns. But for now, uh, there's there's uh, been some, again, safety issues, probably uh, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to just see some of these BNC buildings uh, get repurposed, uh, potentially demolished. Um, in favor of the Class A high amenity properties, and th- those buildings are not only seeing great activity and demand, but uh, you know, seeing rental rates that uh, really are unprecedented for uh, the Twin Cities area. Uh, and 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 again, downtown, like I say, is probably not the the uh, uh, location where we're we're seeing a, a strong demand and and absorption. But uh, again, that that that'll come back, and so. Uh, I, I would just tell you that uh, uh, the buildings in uh, uh, high demand areas, uh, high quality buildings will absolutely uh, win the day in the next mm-hmm. 12 to 24 months. Yeah, so high quality buildings, uh, high demand areas on the office side. How about industrial? Are there certain product types out there that are maybe uh, doing better than others right now in the uh, yeah. Or is it just uh, across yeah, the board? No, I, I think the high bay industrial uh, is still doing very well and there's strong demand. Uh, so, you know, we, we, we've seen uh, localized uh, distribution uh, really uh, become uh, a popular uh, uh, thing here in the Twin Cities. We, we are not known as a distribution or have not historically been known as a distribution hub here in, in uh, the Twin Cities. But, uh, you know, as uh, we've seen Amazon and other uh, uh, big, uh, warehousing and distribution companies come into town to, uh, uh, again, deliver next day and same day, uh, uh, uh type service. Uh, it has, uh, absolutely kind of, uh, moved our, uh, Twin Cities market into a little different, uh, uh, position in a lot of, uh, demand in the high bay distribution. I, I see that continuing. Uh, I also uh, uh, would say, you know, e- e- even it, it trickles down into the uh, lower clear height uh, t- type warehouse spaces. Um, but we uh, probably will see a little uh, sluggishness in the 
you know, um, uh, office showroom, the higher office finish spaces for some of the reasons we've talked about. Again, again, just the the uh, uh, workplace, the the office uh, users are tending to, you know, have a remote or uh, hybrid work schedule, and so kind of those lower. I'm sorry, higher finish spaces, warehouse spaces probably are not going to be in, in quite the demand they, they have been. But again, I see a, a very positive future for the the high and, and uh, uh, mid bay uh, warehouse uh, spaces. They'll do well. Okay. Are you seeing any particular, uh, like, is, what, what what's your outlook for multifamily in particular uh, and some of the particular product types, whether it be student housing, senior um what what's your what's your outlook there yeah I, i'd say we are still underserved as uh crazy as that sounds uh we we still uh are underserved on on uh apartment uh senior and uh student housing so i would tell you that uh, we're going to continue to see uh demand in those areas uh, again interest rates certainly are uh slowing uh, some of that new development, but uh, there's, it, it's still happening, and, and I think we'll see that uh, uh, continue to be strong for many years to come. Yeah, it's interesting. I've been monitoring that the, the single-family permits have been going down, but multifamily still seems to be hanging in there. Um, I've heard concerns about certain areas where they're having rent-controlled policies and things like that on the multifamily side, but... Uh, well, with St. Paul and Minneapolis and some other communities, uh, kind of those first ring suburban communities are, you know, talking about it as well. But but St. Paul certainly, you know, saw what happens when you implement a uh, 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 rent control uh, policy and un- unfortunately kind of a, a poorly crafted rent control policy. Uh, uh, I think those uh, there are changes going to be made there and, and uh, Minneapolis is uh, kind of... Uh, uh, getting close to implementing a rent control policy as well. Hopefully it, uh, it does make exception for new buildings and, and uh, uh, provides for at least some uh, inflationary uh, adjustment as well. But um, mm-hmm. uh, we got to watch out there because uh, some, sometimes uh, even the uh, best intentions uh, lead to, lead to the wrong result. And the, the St. Paul, Multifamily development just uh, essentially stopped when that uh, policy was put in place, and they needed to make some adjustments to get that going again. So, mm-hmm. ho- hopefully, we see new construction continuing in those markets because we need it both, you know, at the market rate level as well as the affordable level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, just circling back again to kind of your story, I'm always interested in people why people get into the business that they're in what what attracted you to this line of work you know uh, i i would tell you that uh i uh, it was by accident i was a accounting major in in college and was thinking about uh, maybe going to law school or after and took a part-time job at a company called welsh companies which has now evolved into colliers and um uh ended up uh deciding, you know, this isn't so bad. I had fun doing it, made a little bit of money and thought, you know what, I'll do this until until I'm not uh, having, having any more fun. And I continue to have fun uh, doing it, wake up every day and don't feel like I'm going to a job. I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying every every minute, every day and 
continue to 35 years later. So a uh, little bit by accident, but uh, uh, now I think I'm probably here for the, the duration. Awesome. Well, good luck in your new role. Uh, I think you very interesting conversation. You've covered everything I wanted to ask you, but is there any other, do you have any other parting thoughts before I let you go? Uh, no, I think uh, we've covered it. Thank you for taking the time and uh, enjoy uh, serving our clients here in the Twin Cities and uh, in the Midwest uh, uh, for the next uh, several years. So thanks for giving me the opportunity to talk to you. Well, thank you, Mike, and have a great day. We'll talk again Thanks, soon. Bye. Okay. Yep. Bye now. Bye.